The Chicago White Sox did exactly what I feared they would do after losing the series opener. They lost three of four to the Detroit Tigers. On Saturday and Sunday, the Sox had the lead late, but Detroit battled back and the White Sox let them have it. A dejecting weekend after the Sox had won three straight series. The Sox are back home and Michael Kopech returns to the mound. What kind of performance does he have in store for the holiday? You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Even if it's not your first listen, just thank you for listening with the way this team has been playing. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Los Angeles Angels on Monday. Michael Kopech is on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Hey, happy Memorial Day. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed the weather this past weekend. If you're in the Chicago area, man, we had a beauty. Uh, It's going to it's going to heat up for this homestand, but uh, great weather. Hopefully some great weather wherever you are at. Uh, But man. (laughs) Our Chicago White Sox, uh, wow, frustrating. Uh, So many different words. I mean, it's the kind of the same stuff over and over. You know, they take a couple steps forward, get everybody's excitement back. Are they back? Are the White Sox back? And look, their record is who they are. They are 22 and 33. Yes, uh, it is a bad division, but 22 and 33. Uh, Sox went three and four on the road trip. Uh, They lost on Sunday in the series finale. They lost three of four uh, to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Man, eight and five the Sox went during that 13-game AL Central stretch. Uh, I had high hopes. I was hoping for 10 and three. I think I could stomach 10 and three. That wasn't too bad. Uh, Again, you know, it's just, uh, that was critical, absolutely critical. Uh, it's going to be very difficult after May. June and July are going to be tough. Not a lot of places to hide, uh, especially with this this up and down team. So what 
what are your expectations? I mean, what, what are your realistic hopes right now? Um, I I'm confused. You know, I sometimes wonder maybe it's best if they just continue to lose. Maybe that will prompt real change. Maybe they will have to be forced, uh, you know, at the deadline. Uh, but then do you trust the folks that are making those decisions? Uh, however, we're in the AL Central. Anything's possible. Uh, but the way this team plays, you know, it's just uh, they can't get anything going for a, for a consistent stretch. Uh, and I thought the 13 games, I thought they'd they'd really take care of business in Detroit after winning three straight series. They had opportunities, you know, but the same type of baseball, you know, shooting themselves in the foot, stuff with the Luis Robert out in center, Tim Anderson trying to throw the ball before he's uh, got the ears on it. Uh, guys continuing to scuffle, um, you know, some some lousy starting pitching efforts uh, in that Detroit series, uh, really bookends, Geo and, uh, and Cease. I thought Schultons did pretty well, actually, and Lance Lynn had a had a good outing. Um, you know, just not a lot of offense uh, at all. And Detroit, I mean, no slouch in the AL Central. Uh, they've been they've been hanging tough, uh, second place, and playing a, a better brand of baseball, from what I understand, uh, when we came to town. But still, uh, what are my expectations going forward? Realistic hopes? I, I can't help but think about what Jerry Reinsdorf said. Uh, at that owner's conference in L.A. about a month, month and a half ago. You remember it. Uh, it was all over, all the clips, all the quotes, just some crazy stuff that he said. Anytime he opens up his mouth, just absolutely tone deaf. But uh, th this one I, I, I keep going back to. Uh, sports is a business of failure. Only one team is going to win every year. But the fact that you finished second or third or fourth, it doesn't mean you had a bad year. I think the important things for fans is while they want you to win championships, they want to know that when you get to the last month of the season, you still have a shot. Uh, you're still playing meaningful games. If you can do that consistently, you'll make your fans happy. Um, I don't think that's all that fans care about at all. Um, it's sad that Jerry thinks that way. However, I'm starting to buy into that concept now with where the White Sox are record-wise, what kind of team they are, and the fact that they're in the AL Central. At this point here, as we're almost closing the books uh, on May and, and entering June and July, and uh, of course, maybe really two more months until the trade deadline, uh, All-Star break is around mid-July. Uh, I, I just, at this point, I just want to know that I'm going to see some competitive, fun baseball and uh, where it looks like the Sox will be able to win the division. I mean, that's that's one side of it. That That's where I, I continue to lean towards. Well, you know what? They can't help what kind of division they're in. Uh, it's just an absolute shame what's happening with this team and the way they're constructed and the results that they get out of players and uh, the, just the mediocrity. But this is where they are. So, okay, let's at least have a shot, right? Come September – Okay, they're four games back. You never know what can happen. They can maybe get the playoffs after the way they started. And then the other part of me is like, I just don't see it. I don't think they're going to be playing meaningful baseball games because I think by the time the trade deadline comes around, they're going to have to make some serious decisions and get rid of guys. Uh, Chicago's ability to flush the mishaps and harness the good. Uh, I saw that uh, somewhere. Uh, I think it was in a, an article. 
on, on whitesocks.com. Um, there's some good that's happening with this team, uh, but it's just in, in small doses and it's not happening consistently, uh, but there's good stuff happening. The Michael Kopech story, and I can't wait to see what he's got in store for us uh, on Monday. Uh, that's good. You know, the Jake Berger story, you know, Romy Gonzalez kind of getting hot. Uh, did I really think we were going to be leaning on uh, Sheets and Romy and Berger? No, but, you know, you look at some of that of like, okay, uh, they're producing. But uh, to continually just flush those mishaps, flush the problems and just try to ignore it, you know, send it down the drain and just go back at it. Uh, it's tough for me to do continually as a fan. And I'm sure that you're the same as well. Uh, you know, riding this White Sox roller coaster uh, and, and really what is the best and worst case scenario uh, come all-star break? I, I mean, it depends on who you talk to. It, it really does. I mean, I, best case scenario is, uh, you know, in my mind, that we've got guys that you know can bring us back some value that are really hot, uh, like Lucas Giolito, maybe even Tim Anderson, and we are just not in it, and we need to bolster our farm system in a major way, uh, you know. And then I, I'm still torn with, well, maybe, maybe the worst case scenario then would be in that situation, we're like you know two games back uh, of the AL Central leader, three games back. And there's no way we're going to sell off unless it's a white flag trade that CHGO talked about uh, with Sean and Herb uh, last week. And we and we have another rendition of that. So, um, man, I just I can't I I got different avenues of where I'm going and and plan how this thing could go and what I want. Um, Look, Detroit was 28th in the league in offense, uh, you know, coming into the uh, series finale. Sacks 26th. In terms of pitching, uh, Sacks 26th, still towards the bottom there. Detroit 20th. So, again, Detroit was beatable. They've been playing some decent baseball, uh, and they were very patient in this series. They took a ton of walks. Uh, White Sox did not do that. Uh, over the weekend, Jake Berger taking some ground balls at second before uh, the game started. With Eloy back now, I think you're going to see Jake Berger at second soon. I think it's going to happen. Although now Romy Gonzalez is starting to heat up. So, you know, and Elvis Andrews should be back very soon. Uh, And before I started recording, uh, I saw on social media that it looked like the White Sox were welcoming back closer Liam Hendricks, which is just tough to even wrap your brain around that. Such an amazing moment. Uh, Boy, if he gets into the game on Monday, wow, electric. Uh, just to have him there and what he's accomplished. Uh, so happy for him. What an amazing story. Uh, on Sunday, unfortunately, uh, Sox fell to the Tigers 6-5 in extras. Uh, Aloy did return. He hit second in the lineup, played right field. This was from Daryl Van Scoven of the Chicago Sun-Times. Uh, Jimenez was in right field as the Sox worry not about the defensive risks and give Jimenez his wish. He handled three fly balls without issue. I like to play in the outfield, Jimenez said. Everybody knows I hate DH. Wow. The Sacks have got, you know, a lot of stuff on their plate right now with all these moving parts here. Uh, to lead off the game, Tim Anderson doubled, snapped an 0 for 14 uh, career versus Eduardo Rodriguez, breaks his streak of 14 straight singles. Sacks weren't able to do anything with that. 
Uh, Dylan Cease was scuffling, uh, throwing a ton of pitches, getting out of some jams, and then he paid for it. 85 pitches after three for Cease, four walks, four earned runs, three hits, six strikeouts, tons of full counts. Uh, you know, he's got that chase slider, right? Well, Detroit wasn't chasing, so that pitch count just continued to pile up. He was laboring. Uh, Badu hit a grand slam. I mean, that was when it just broke and everything came crumbling. Cease lasted only four innings. Uh, his line, four hits, four earned runs, four walks, eight strikeouts, uh, a home run. His ERA now 4.88 through 102 pitches. He had a couple outings where he was throwing less pitches, not striking out as many, went deeper into the game. Uh, when a team isn't chasing that slider like Detroit on Sunday, Cease will have problems. Sacks had bases loaded with one out in the seventh, a two-run broken bat bloop, a double to left for Aloy Jimenez. It was 4-3 Detroit. Sox tied it up on a fielder's choice, then took the lead on a sack fly by Vaughn to make it 5-4. Uh, Joe Kelly was on the mound. Detroit added one in the ninth. Luis Robert Jr., an interesting attempt in center field. Uh, Tim Anderson could not make a play. Seemed like he wanted to throw home before he had it, which has happened before to him recently. Uh, then the Sox, surprise, surprise, could not score their ghost runner in the top of the 10th. Detroit was able to execute, and they took three of four. Game two of the series, though, saw the White Sox score double-digit runs, but true to form, they were half asleep the following game, but still had a chance to win. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories and you need the best-tasting protein bar ever? Built. you got to try a Built Bar. Uh, if you're like me and you want to make uh, healthier snack choices, but you don't want to com compromise on taste. I've got just the thing for you, Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are amazing and taste amazing. Uh, they are so amazing, you won't think they're good for you. Uh, what makes Built Bars so good for starters? They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, that's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably uh, delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. These bars taste like a candy bar while ma maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait to get a box in the mail. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. Uh, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Uh, while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. Uh, head to your nearest Walmart, uh, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a, a box of Built Bars. Uh, if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, Brownie Batter Puff and Churro Puff. The White Sox face off against the Angels on Monday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search... White Sox. So on Friday, uh, hey, I was back. We were all back. This was the Apple TV game. Uh, Sox destroyed the Tigers 12-3. Uh, Lance Lynn allowed three runs, uh, one earned, uh, and three hits with five strikeouts and five walks in six innings. Uh, his ERA sits now at 5.83. A tremendous outing for Lance, uh, Grafol said. He was challenged on things that were out of his control. He had 56 pitches in the first two innings 
and he had to economize to make some pitches. Uh, he threw 24 pitches total in the third, fourth, and fifth, and he had his best game for me. The challenges he had to go through, he kept making pitches. Yeah, I was watching that game, and I was like, no way. Uh, this guy's not going uh, much more after this. It just... Uh, there were some issues behind him, and, and he made some reactions towards it. That's for sure. Uh, Ozzy and Chuck were covering it uh, with what Mankata was not able to do, and, and, and Lynn just, you know, visually all upset, uh, kind of throwing Mankata under the bus. I, you know, look, it, it's just been a rough season. You know, uh, defensively, things that should be made aren't being made. Uh, it makes an inning go longer, and, and, and Lynn knows that. It's just he knows I'm going to have to throw more pitches now. Uh, Sox offense had 17 hits, including four uh, by Tim Anderson and three by Mankata. Uh, Anderson scored three runs, and Mankata had three RBIs. Uh, Vaughn also drove in three, hitting a two-run home run and knocking in uh, one with a double. Sox had three triples in the game the most. Uh, since September 2017, I believe that was the Jose Abreu cycle game, uh, which I was at way back when, uh, that first year of the rebuild. Uh, good to see the Sox uh, get to a left-handed starter uh, that was scuffling heading into the game uh, and bounce back after that series uh, opening loss on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, true to form here on Saturday, Saturday, a day game uh, after a night game. Sox lost to the Tigers 7-3. Classic Sox day game after they put up big offensive numbers the night before. Uh, a tale as old as time. Uh, I I'm telling you if, you, if you're new to the Chicago White Sox, haven't been following this, this has been going on for a long, long time. They will put up double-digit runs, double-digit hits. Everybody hits. They're having a grand old time. Uh, it's a night game, and then follow up a day game, nothing. I mean, just absolutely, they're half asleep. Uh, it, it is uh, classic. Uh, Sox were lifeless for a while. Uh, then took the lead late in the game. Uh, Gavin Sheets, uh, yeah, he had a, a bases clearing a double. Uh, the normally reliable Joe Kelly got roughed up. I was listening to the end of this uh, on the radio, and uh, – you know, DJ and Len kept just talking about, I mean, it was Connor, I'm sorry, Connor and DJ kept talking about, you know, it's just one of those games. Like he was due for having one of these games. But then when you look at some of the pitches that he was throwing, they weren't very competitive. The velocity was up there, but they were catching all kinds of play. Uh, Socks were only trailing 2 nothing in the seventh with starter Jesse Schultons allowing two runs on four hits with three strikeouts and two walks and four and two-thirds. I thought Schultons did great, exactly what you can ask for. Uh, Jake Berger hit a grounder to second base. Andy Ibanez, uh, who made a throwing error to load the bases. Uh, it was huge for Berger to get it to me, Sheet said. Busted his butt on that play and beat it out at first. The throw was a little wide, uh, but if he doesn't beat that out, I don't get a net bat there. Huge on him. Sheets followed with a bases clearing double against a tough reliever, Jason Foley. Uh, Sacks offense, three runs, four hits, one extra base hit. That was Sheets's double, uh, one for five with runners in scoring position. And Kelly's line, oof, uh, a third of an inning, four hits, three earned runs, zero walks, zero strikeouts. 
and a home run. Again, the velocity was up, but he caught a ton of the plate with very little movement. Uh, this is what Grafol said about Kelly. Just one of those days. Uh, we didn't have any momentum, and then all of a sudden we got it. I was pretty happy uh, Joe Kelly was on the mound at the time. I wouldn't hesitate to give him the ball tomorrow, uh, meaning Sunday and the following day and whenever that time comes. And, and Kelly was definitely in there uh, on Sunday, even though I thought maybe Graveman uh, with a low pitch count could have gone another inning. Uh, Grafol went right back to Joe Kelly. Uh, White Sox are back home. And Michael Kopech is back on the mound. More on that uh, in a moment. Sox are back on the south side to start a six-game homestand. Uh, they will kick things off against the Los Angeles Angels. Michael Kopech is on the mound. Uh, excited for this one. Kopech has a 3-4 and four record with an ERA of 4.24 and 60 strikeouts in 10 appearances this season, but it's really the last two starts that have been pure magic. Uh, electric. Uh, Royals, that start against the Royals, and then his latest start, Cleveland. So back-to-back starts. The last two starts, 15 innings combined, three hits, zero earned runs, one walk, 19 strikeouts. And, and the way he's been doing it is first pitch uh, strike relying on that fastball, relying on his stuff. He's just going after hitters. And that's what I've enjoyed so much. He's working quick, you know, especially with the pitch clock, even quicker. And he's got so much confidence right now. So most likely you'll see Sebi Zavala behind home plate. Uh, he's been kind of the catcher of choice uh, for Michael Kopech. But uh, I, I'm, I'm curious to see if he can continue that. Uh, against an Angels team that's above 500. Angels are 28 and 25. I think they're like five and a half out uh, in the AL West. So we're starting to see some more competitive teams. We'll go back to the AL Central uh, after this quick Angels series, but uh, this will be a taste of what June and July is going to be like. It really will be. Uh, I think the Sox will avoid Otani on the mound. Uh, will Rick Hahn talk? Uh, it is a homestand. Uh, he ghosted everybody last time that there was a homestand did not come out to say anything and look I think people are wondering well, what, do, what do you want him to say what, what do you want Rick Hahn to actually say I don't care what he says just get in front of the media just say something show your face you know I mean the amount of things that he has said uh, over the last four or five months alone about his job and if he you know, teams underperforming, that's on him and all this other stuff. Get in front of the media. You know, you're going to get softball questions anyways. You know, if Hendricks is coming back, which it sounds like he is, wonderful story. You know, go in and talk about Hendricks. You know, talk about uh, how the Sox have been trending lately. You know, talk about what they did in that uh, series with the AL Central and how they're not buried and all this other stuff. I just get out there and say something. Be be visual. Be be in front of the cameras. So we'll see if that happens on Monday. Um, he might be out on a boat somewhere, you know, vacationing. Uh, so, uh, hey, not the type of weekend I was looking for. Not the type of weekend you were looking for. Hopefully you're able to just have some mindfulness, right, and enjoy uh, the weather, uh, you know, check in on the socks here and there. I was living and dying uh, with every pitch with this team, uh, and it is it is just exhausting. 
I, I can't, I, I don't know what to expect about this team. I don't know which road I want to go down, uh, you know, try to win in a horrible just division, even though it might be best to be bad, really bad at the trade deadline. So we can kind of build up for what's coming ahead down the line here in the next few years. I, I don't know. I got to think about that, but folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the lockdown white Sox podcast. Absolutely. Everywhere uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get those questions in. I think we're going to do a mailbag episode on Friday. Uh, there's no game on Thursday. They have an off day. Uh, so uh, Friday's episode, I think that should be chock full of some mailbag questions. I already got a few, and I really appreciate it. Uh, there's some really good stuff uh, that, yeah, I absolutely want to chop up. So get any questions and comments you have. Locked on socks at Gmail. Uh, dot com socks take on the angels on monday on the south side catch every pitch of the white Sox hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app search white Sox. hey thanks for making lockdown white Sox your first listen every day hey every day yours on the next episode i will recap michael kopech starting hopefully uh, be talking about a white Sox winner appreciate you making time for the lockdown white Sox podcast i'm nick murowski and until next time Go Sox.